Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Country roads take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama. There you go, my nice former done. local legend. We can say now, I suppose. Yes, indeed. Colin Wilkinson, Country Roads. I believe he's back in Ireland now. He is, yeah. Good stuff. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack. Here, beautiful weekend lined up. Happy Canada Day to all of our listeners. Got a great whole show lined up. Got Should have been wearing red today, I suppose. I, I did not think that. of that this morning. Monday. Yeah, we'll wear it on Monday for give sure. It, give it a go then. We've got a great show lined up, 
I'm delighted to be joined in studio this morning um, by uh, Maureen Mulvey. She's got a couple of guests with her as well, and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about that later on. But um, Maureen and the crew will be here for the entire show. So we'll uh, be talking a little bit about the summer camps, and uh, we'll hear from somebody who actually experienced the summer camps camps themselves. Can't wait to hear about it. No better pitch than the pitch from the person that's gone through it, right, oh, Kenny? Oh, that is for sure. Looking right. forward to some good stories. Drive then. the numbers up. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit later on, we're going to have uh, singer, songwriter, musician, and legend Andy Irvine. Will Incredible. Be the program. He'll be calling in from Ireland, so looking forward to talking to him. He's Good coming man. to town on the 17th of July at Hughes Room. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get your tickets there. Go yeah. to com. Sold out yet? I don't know. Mm, you got yours sure. anyway. I did, yeah. Locked and loaded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Good stuff. Right, what's happening? Sports front. Oh boy, well we're down to the uh we're down to the to the to the to some big games here. Yeah, a couple of big hurling games going on tomorrow. Of course, uh I, I would say probably one of the games of the year could be the Tipperary Limerick game, uh, the Munster yeah, final. Yeah. And then of course uh, Wexford Kilkenny in the Leinster final. No yeah. disrespect to them teams, but Limerick and Tip look like they could be the cream of the crop. And uh, of course, you got some of the qualifiers today. Yeah, absolutely. Of, uh, some some stuff under the lights, although it's bright enough in Ireland. Yeah, the lights yeah. probably won't be on. I was listening on the way over. You, you, I know you listen to news talk as well a little bit, but to the uh, the whole uh, debate and conversation about the, uh, the, the the proposal to go to a two tier system with the the football. So um, anyway, you're just uh, you're, I'm, I'm I'm pushing the button. So how do I go and talk to these fellows here? I disagree with. Yeah, you know, yeah. I disagree with what they're saying, but uh, anyway, there's a very interesting debate going on in the studio. But yeah, a couple of big games today. Uh, you've got, of course, uh, Tyrone uh, or uh, um, who have we got? Clare and Tyrone, Tyrone. Westmeath and Clare, Westmeath and Clare, Mayo and Armagh tonight, yeah. and your lads, my Leash, lad, Leash against, against Offaly. Offaly, the old rivals. Yeah. Don't like each other. No, yeah, It'd be a few slaps in that one. I'd say there could, be, there could be. Yeah, we have a good old history there. That's for sure. Very good, yeah. yeah. And Joe McDonough is on tomorrow as well. It isn't is, it? yeah, yeah. Not not getting a lot of coverage either, but no. um, yeah, Leash and Westmead day out up in Croke Park, so it'll be good. I suppose a lot of attendance there from both the counties, but not not a lot of media coverage on it. But the winner gets into the qualifier for the All Ireland and will play Dublin. So don't a lot of people know that in tough. Oh, there you go. The dubs flask and sandwiches sometimes, off yeah. up to Croke Park. It'll be <laughs> happy days. Absolutely, yeah. Right, very good, and some minor action will be coming up on the 5th of July as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sligo got hammered by Mayo there during the week, oh so boy. they're not in the final. <laughs> It'll be Mayo, Galway in, in Connacht, Kildare, Dublin, and Monaghan and Tyrone in, in the Ulster Minors, so that's all coming up on the 5th of July. And you like all the under-20 stuff as well, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, there's loads of that coming up on the 3rd of July. Mm-hmm. Mayo and Sligo go back at it again. In the under twenty, so we'll see what happens. Gluttons. Yeah. Your gluttons for punishment. The Rossies and Galway are at it as well. So Mead, Offaly, Loud, Wexford, Leash and Westmead. There's a lot of Leash Westmead stuff. There is, yeah. yeah. They're in yeah. the same province. You see. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean both uh, both uh, underage systems are going well. I mean Leash beat Kildare during the week, who were the reigning under twenty one champions, so or under twenty champions. So so yeah, that was a good win for them. Lots of celebration about that one. Um, bodes well. I mean, I think that's the next crew of senior players that you're looking at. So the standard is very high. Yeah. In fact, if you've played a senior game, you cannot, you don't qualify. So Leash actually have three players on the senior team that that can't play in the under twenty. Oh, is that right? 18, yeah. 19 okay. years of age. Yeah. So it's good. It's not a bad system at all. 
Excellent. Uh, a little bit of uh, football or soccer news. Uh, Premier Division there in Ireland. Finn Harps beat my Sligo Rovers last night 2-0. And uh, Cork lost to Derry 4-1. Waterford lost to Bowes 2-1. And a big game there, Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers. Dundalk came out the winners 1-0. And St. Pat's beat UCD 1-0 as well. Mm. So there you go. Dundalk is flying. Shall I go in They're just mid, not at all. No, no. they're just mid-table. They're, they're fine. They're floating along there. And earlier there in the week, um, Roy Keane had stepped down from his assistant managerial role at Nottingham mm-hmm. Forest. And I see this morning Martin O'Neill was fired. It's been sacked five months into the job. So there you go. I don't know for the life of me how he gets these jobs to begin with. He doesn't come across as the most energizing of people. You shook his hand once and it was like shaking a leaf, was it? <laughs> I guess you could call it that, wet fish. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, what kind of music do you have lined up for us today? Well, I have a couple of Andy Irvine tunes. Oh, very good. And uh, I've got a mishmash of other things as well. Good, man. But um, this woman in studio here now, yeah. she hails from where? Leitrim. Joe country. Leitrim. And what the lovely song, Leitrim. And what Next song door neighbours to me? Joe is asking for all sorts of songs, but um, yeah. There's yeah. one that stands out, right? Is there? It's the Leitrim song, right? Ah, okay. So I had you to put it on. You have to, of course. It out here. Good man. We'll kick it off, or, or we'll, um, we'll keep it going with that, rather. Um, lovely Leitrim, and um, it is a lovely county. It's not one that uh, I visited a lot, but when I did, I had fun. <laughs> all right, we'll keep it going here. Come on. Last night I had a pleasant dream I woke up with a smile I dreamt that I was back again In dear old Devon's I thought I saw Loch Allen's vans In the valleys down below it was my lovely Leitrim wife, the shadow was slow. I stood enchanted by the scene of grandeur and light. I headed up for Carried Town before the dark of night. I passed she moored that fairy hill where flowers widely grow. And I saw the grave up in the cool where the shadow waters blow. The next I saw was Spain a town with her ancient and where the preaching of her holy monks re-echoes through her halls. I stood with reverence on the spot, reluctant for to go. From the town of snakes and sages where the shadow walks low. I have traveled far to thee Great lands from the east on to the west. But of all the islands I have seen, I love my own the best. And if ever I return again, 
There's one place I will go. It will be to the only little way. The shining waters flow. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date, and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, well, it's time to go to Ottawa now. There's a birthday party going on up there, apparently. And good morning, Desmond. Give us the news from Ireland. Thank you very much for that, Mark. And Ken, good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this morning. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. More than 10,000 health support staff hit the picket lines outside of 38 of Ireland's hospitals this past Wednesday. But three days of planned work action have been suspended for next week. In what is shaping up to be a year of labor turmoil in Ireland's health sector, there were significant disruptions to patient services. The dispute this time centers around a job evaluation scheme, according to RTE News, which will determine if roles have changed and if pay raises are warranted. Health services have been due to face further strikes on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, but the Services International Professional and Technical Union will instead be heading back to the Labour Court for a formal hearing on Wednesday. In sports news this morning, in the same week that Nottingham Forest showed Martin O'Neill the door after only five months as manager, came word that another sports figure was heading off the pitch, but in a much different fashion. Nigerian-born Ishmael Akinade left Waterford FC on Monday after having scored eight goals for the team in the last season, according to the Irish Independent, helping them finish in fourth place in the League of Ireland. The 25-year-old had failed in his bid to prevent his deportation back to Nigeria after he was convicted of serious offences. But in a twist on the story, it turns out that after arriving back in Africa, he continued traveling and has joined the Vietnamese club Ho Chi Minh City FC. Akinade had also played for Bray Wanderers and Bohemians and arrived in Ireland in 2001 as a seven-year-old. A tabloid reporter is facing contempt of court charges after allegedly naming one of the boys convicted of the murder of a 14-year-old classmate. On Thursday, Justice Michael White of the Central Criminal Court was handed the manuscript, a transcript brother, from the Neil Prendison show on Cork radio station Red FM, from the show the day after the guilty verdicts were handed down. It is an offence to publish the identities of the two 14-year-old boys convicted of the murder of Anna Crejo under the Children Act. The Irish Independent reports that Irish Daily Mirror reporter Neil O'Connor named one of the boys twice during the broadcast before he was cut off midstream. Both the radio station and O'Connor are said to be cooperating with the Director of Public Prosecution's office, and the issue will be back before the courts on Monday. 
Well, it's not time to be losing one's head, but that's exactly what happened to Archbishop Patrick Leahy late in the week just outside of Thurles Cathedral, County Tipperary. Don't grieve for the man, he's already dead, having died in 1875. No, it was a 1911 marble statue to the former priest that was decapitated, and the head was also stolen in the process. Gardy have described it as a wanton act of violence, according to RTT News, and there is no trace of the head. Another crime news this morning, gang violence continues to spiral in Drogheda County Louth. Three houses firebombed during inter-gang violence. To make matters worse, the third house targeted this past Thursday turned out to be the wrong house. An innocent woman and other members of a house, living in a house in Rathbullen Park were hit by a petrol bomb in the wee hours of the morning. They were treated for smoke inhalation, though there were no serious injuries, according to the Herald. On June 20th, one of the houses firebombed in the Money Moore estate, with a second house targeted 10 minutes later. The fire was so bad at the second house that the roof collapsed. Well, this week in our local news matters segment, we head north once again to the province of Ulster. We first off meet a singing doctor who puts his young patients at ease. The Belfast Telegraph has profiled Dr. Ryan Coetzee, who works in the children's ward at the Causeway Hospital in Coleraine, County Derry. The 29-year-old singing South African watched the Rob Marines movie Patch Adams as a child, and it inspired him to not only help the children, but to put them at ease as he did. And now a video of him singing to Oscar McLaughlin, aide, a young, steward, a young patient rather, from Port Stewart, has gone viral online. On a more sad note, from a doctor who celebrates and preserves life to a politician who fought for freedom, who has gone to his eternal rest this week. Ivan Cooper, a politician and civil rights leader, died on Wednesday at the age of 75. He not only co-founded the Social Democratic and Labour Party in 1970, but also led the anti-internment march, which led to the Bloody Sunday Massacre in January of 1972 in Derry City. A Stormont MP, he was also one of the few Protestants involved in the civil rights movement. The funeral took place at St. Peter's Church in Derry on Friday. President Michael D. Higgins attended the cemetery, the ceremony, rather. The Fermanagh Herald marks another life well lived and still being lived. John Dalton celebrated his 100th birthday this week. The Maguire's Bridge Band took over the family farm at the age of 14 following the death of his father, and he's been married to his wife, Edith, for 70 years. Founding member of the Maguire's Bridge Silver Band, he tended his own garden until five years ago and credits his long life to hard work. Dalton would have been 50 years old when he saw St. Roland's Primary School welcome its first student. On Thursday, the Herald reported that the Lisnesky School celebrated its 50th anniversary at a special celebration. If they were looking for caterers, they may have wanted to look to the Blaster Street Kitchen as they made a world record attempt for the longest line of tacos this weekend. Apparently, Monaghan-based company is making the move in aid of youth mental health service Chicksaw, raising money for them. There will be free tacos for all, according to Northern Sound Radio, once the gates open at St. Peter's Lake on Saturday. And finally, here's a project that combines art, politics, and recycling into a format where everybody wins. The County Down Outlook reports the reports that Mark Brickland sculptor Mark Revels got politicians from all parties to, do, to donate more than 400 election posters after the local elections in May to the children's art charity Sticky Fingers in Newry. The posters found new life and upcycled material for children to work on at St. Joseph's School to make helicopters, airplanes, a house, a rocket, and even a school bus. With their own federal election this fall, one wonders what he couldn't do with the red, blue, orange, and green posters of Justin, Andrew, Jagmeet, and Elizabeth. And that was the news from Ireland for this week. The news was brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Escape to Europe for less this fall with Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline. Fly from Toronto to Dublin from $589 round trip. 
Great fares are available from Ottawa and 14 other cities across Canada. Make 2019 your best year yet with a trip of a lifetime to more than 20 European destinations. Visit Dublin, London, Paris, and more. There are so many places to choose from and all at great prices. Fares are per person, including air transportation charges, taxes, and fees. Restrictions apply. Book by Tuesday, July 16th at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. I want to wish everyone a happy Canada Day on Monday. And now I'm off to my daughter's birthday party. Now it's back to Toronto with your Langus Crack. So until next week, folks, smile go foil.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and P.J. O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of P.J. O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. P.J.'s has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call P.J.'s at 416-815-7562. Caban Mark, school day is over there, but there's uh, another kind of school about to start. Maureen Mulvey O'Leary is here to tell us a little bit about the summer camps. Can't get away from school, can we, Maureen? Can't get away. Can't Good get away. Stuff. You're very <laughs> welcome to the studio. We're very happy to say it's a camp and not uh, school. Yeah. That's <laughs> very important, isn't it? It's very yeah, important. Yeah, that's a chase the kids away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us all about it now. Well, we have four camps this year. The first one is going to be very, very soon. It's going to be at St. Edward the Confessor in the north end of Toronto from the 8th to the 12th of July. Then we actually have a bit of a break, and we're going to Montgomery Inn from uh, July 29 until August the 2nd. Then we're at the Legion Hall at Pape and O'Connor at tw- uh, from Jul- August 12 to 16, and then we're finishing up in Hamilton from the 19th to the 23rd of, Ju- of August. That's mighty. So you have all the corners of the... The GTA covered All there. the corners yeah. covered. No excuses. No, no excuses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how are things going so far? Well, we have spaces in in most of the camps still. Uh, so, um, if you want to come, get registered quickly. And um, I mean, the word's been out there since January uh, about the camps. So there really is again no excuse that way. But. Uh, it's it's brilliant because we don't just focus on any one Irish activity. We focus on the whole uh, culture. So a little bit of language, singing, dancing, crafts, tin whistle, fiddle, mm-hmm. sports. We mm-hmm. do cover football and hurling. Brilliant. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we have maps and books and, yeah. Brilliant. I love doing it. I love passing on the culture to all the little children and see them. Yeah, get mm. so excited about it. If only we could talk to someone who went through a camp itself, right? Oh. Have you a little guest there? Oh, yes. We have Lily here. Lily would like to tell you a little bit about the camp. Good Her mo- experience. Good morning, Good morning Lily. Turn that, turn that thing towards you there, and we'll, the, the listeners will, if there's Hi. any out there. How are you doing? Good. Tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. Uh, Lily. Well, my name's Lily. Uh, I've been going to the camp for two years. Mm-hmm. I go to... Maureen's dance school. Um, Perfect. What's your favorite part of the camp? I like all the music that we do because we do singing, tin whistle, and fiddle. Yeah. Do you have a favorite instrument? Uh, well, I like to sing. Oh, very good. And I also play a, many other instruments. I like playing guitar and yeah. Uh, I the, the, the playing the trumpet as well. The tin whistle and the fiddle would not normally be instruments you would get a lot of exposure to outside a Maureen school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And you get to meet a lot of other kids there? Yes. Yeah? Make some friends there? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So it's not just for Irish people, right? No. No? Everybody? Yes. Yeah, all right. Okay. Do you tell all your friends in school you have to come to these camps? <laughs> great camp. Great way to meet people, isn't it? Yes, it is. Friends for life, then. You have something in common, right? Yep. And they can also volunteer because... Very good. Once you hit grade 8, you're allowed to start volunteering. Mm-hmm. So you get your volunteer hours in. Yes. And that's important, oh. isn't it? That's a bonus. Very important. Well, you're a volunteer this year. Very yes, good. I yeah. Am. Good. Do you well, learn a bit of Irish dancing? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah? Very good. Now, do you have some Irish in your background as well, in your heritage? Yes. My great-grandfather is Irish. Oh, right. As she looks to her mum for confirmation. That's very good. Yeah. Have you ever yes. been to Ireland? Yes, I have. Wow. What was that experience like for you? Uh, we traveled around in a camper van, and that was uh, <laughs> an experience. That had that to be was, fun. It was beautiful. Just like the camper van was a bit overwhelming at times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very Listen, good. we're going to go and play uh, another song here, and we'll come back to you in a bit. Alex, if it cuts out, be, be, be heavy on the microphone.
Ah, yeah, fabulous song there. My heart's in Ireland, and sure isn't all our hearts in Ireland. Well, we're delighted to welcome musician, singer, songwriter, legend, icon, Andy Irvine <laughs> to uh, Keologus Track. Good, good, uh, good afternoon, I suppose, over there, Andy. Good morning here in Toronto. Well, good morning and good afternoon to you, Sam. <laughs> Great to have you on the program, and we're certainly looking forward to your uh, your concert coming up on the 17th of July here at Hughes Room. Uh, you've played Hughes Room before, Andy? I did. Now, I, I'm not quite sure how long ago it was. It's probably seven or eight years ago. But I've never forgotten it, because it was a really brilliant gig. It was jam-packed, and and, uh, and I was very much loved that night. So... Uh, I hope uh, I hope next month will be as big a success. Absolutely, I'd, I'm sure uh, it'll be a, a sellout. And why wouldn't it be? Do you ever get tired of hearing these words? You know, legend and icon of uh, of music, singer, songwriter. <laughs> I take them with a pinch of salt, Ken. But uh, <laughs> thanks for it anyway. They're they're better than saying uh, drunken, drunkard, and dissolute. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> Andy, congratulations too. Uh, I listened into the RTE's uh, Irish Folk Awards, and you received the Lifetime Achievement Award. That was uh, that was a wonderful thing to to receive. I'm yeah, sure. it was it was a great honour, all right. And uh, and we had a lovely night that night. And uh, and I have I'm looking now at the award up on the, the shelf there. Brilliant. It, yeah. it seemed like a wonderful, uh, a wonderful night. Great, uh, I'm sure, have all your, your pals playing along with you there on stage as well. Yeah, yes, it was. It was lovely. You were uh, a big fan of Woody Guthrie when you were a, a young lad. Uh, he was, I suppose, part of your inspiration. And I, I read somewhere that you used to write letters to him. Is that is that a fact? That is a fact, Ken. Yes, I... I um when I was about, oh, let me see, I was about 17, I think, when I finally got in touch with Woody, I'd sent him a, a, a letter just to Woody Guthrie, USA. Because <laughs> I didn't, you know, the, wor the world was a very, a very big place in those days. And unfortunately, of course, it came back to me saying inadvertently addressed. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I then found out where he was. He was in a hospital in New Jersey for, with the... You know, he, he he had this terrible disease, Huntington's disease, that he'd inherited from his mother, and uh, he he never he never really got out of um, hospital of being institutionalised in hospital after that. But all my letters to him, when they were, I think they were knocking down the building, and uh, Greystone Park, it was called. Right. And they found they found all my letters. Uh, to Woody, and um, I went into the Woody Guthrie archive and I, I photographed them all. So I've got a huge uh, uh, diary oh of my all goodness. my my youth, youthful letters to Woody Guthrie. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> that must have been uh, great to be able to read back over that and see what. You oh, were. absolutely! It's just like a, like a, a a time machine. Oh, know, fantastic! Just, uh, yeah. That's brilliant, brilliant. So if if Woody was your inspiration back then, is there anybody inspiring you now? Andy, like who who are you listening to these days? Well, I you know I I, I listen to a different kind of music quite often. I listen to uh, I, I listen to jazz uh, more than um, nice. traditional music. But I, there's there's so many good there's so many great musicians in Ireland at, mm -hmm. at this time. You know, young young people playing fantastically. It's it's it's, it's just 
it's better and, and um, it's totally better than it's ever been before in the history of, of Irish music. Yeah, you know. So I, I mean, to name to, to name one or two would be would be uh, a, a bit difficult. Right. You know, the, I th- I think listening to that uh, RTE um, the Folk Music Awards, there's just a wealth of of talent there in in Ireland. We try and do our best on this program too to to let our listeners in on on some of that new talent. But it's it's amazing how much is coming out of the country right now. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, wonderful, really wonderful. So this tour, Andy, is taking you across most of eastern Canada. Uh, you're you're going to be in Ontario, obviously, here, and then Quebec, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and Nova Scotia. Um, is there a special draw in terms of uh, Eastern Canada for you? I'm not sure. You know, I've, I've I have played. I've been in Canada a number of times, um, and with with the band Patrick Street sometimes, and sometimes mm. on my own. But it's never been. It's never really been a tour. And uh, so a, a lot of these places are are new for me, and uh, and, and that's nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to playing in new places. Uh, I think the only the only tour of Canada I, I ever remember doing was um, I set out from Seattle in a borrowed car, and I wound up in in Regina, uh, <laughs> and having played about five gigs and. Realizing the the size of the bloody country, yes, you know? it's mad. Unbelievable! Especially it was it was November, and <laughs> uh, and I, I I was terrified every every morning when I got up that the car would the engine would be frozen. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe, you know. And and I suppose an awful lot of people don't realize we how big it is, second biggest landmass in the world, five and a half time zones. It's just incredible to think about it, right? So, yes, absolutely. That's a, the size across Canada is something else. Your latest um, collaboration, Usher's Island. How's how's things going there? It's a fabulous CD, by the way. Oh, thanks a lot, Cam. Well, it's it's a little bit frustrating because um, everybody everybody does other things. Yes. So we don't actually we we don't play together very much, <clears throat> but we're hoping to play together this November. Oh, wonderful! And, uh, and and we might make a new album. I hope. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I had the pleasure of seeing uh, Michael McGoldrick. I was back in Ireland there, and he was playing with um, with Mark Knopfler, and uh, it was great to oh, see him on stage. Oh, you went to that? I did, indeed. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I great heard show. that was a brilliant gig. I heard Fabulous. that was brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. was indeed. Fantastic. And you're well, Mike is some, something. Mike is something else. Oh, know? he's a great he's, musician. Uh, he's just brilliant. He's a brilliant guy. Is that he, right? He can yeah. organize. Can organize things. He. He can be responsible for things. He's, I mean, he's just an all-round great guy. Fantastic. And and Andy, you uh, your other CD that's out right now, Precious Heroes, with uh, Luke Plum, an Australian lad. Yeah, that's How's right. How's that going yes, for you? That's, oh, that's, that's going well. Um, you know, it, it, uh, CDs are not selling like they used to, but um, it, it, we still have to make them, and uh, it's going well enough. And I've, I've another two coming out. Uh, very shortly, a third album with with the band Mosaic, which we recorded oh, about four yeah. years ago, and uh, also I've I've i put together a double album of of uh, live recordings and home recordings, mainly of songs that I've never actually recorded commercially. Fantastic! When will that uh, when will that be out, Andy? I think it'll be out uh, 
Um, I, I, I think it's probably a good idea to wait till after the summer. You know, the summer is yes, not really yeah. a good time to launch an album. So probably, probably around uh, September, October, I think. Well, we look forward to that, and we certainly look Great. forward to you uh, coming here to Toronto. Um, Mark yeah. here has a, uh, something to say. Uh, Andy, I got a call last weekend from a, a, a dub out here. He's very well known in the community, and um, he says he's looking forward to seeing you. He claims to know you well. His name is Brendan Rossiter, and you might bump into him down at Hugh's room there. So I don't know if you know Brendan or not, but um, keep your head down now because he might be there. I, <laughs> well, uh, I'll definitely be looking out for him. All right. The name, the, the name, I, I, you know, there's so many people I, I, I have known so well in my life, and I can't remember who they are anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely, uh, I definitely um, get together with them and find out where we, where we knew each oh, other, yeah. etc. Yeah, it'll be easy yeah. to spot with the Arnott's jersey, probably. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch for that. All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah. Andy, uh, thanks a million for uh, for giving us a ring here. We uh, we're delighted to have you on the program. We certainly look forward to seeing you at Hughes Room on the seventeenth of July. And uh, we're going to play uh, the West Coast Eclair here for you. Um, All right. Any anything you want to to leave us with uh, words of wisdom on that one? Well, it was the I think it was the very first song I ever wrote, and oh. I wrote it uh, when I was just at the very end when I was leaving Sweeney's Man. I started to write it. I was feeling really nostalgic. I was leaving Sweeney's Man in 1968 and heading out to Eastern Europe, and I finished it in the town of Ljubljana in Slovenia. Mm. And uh, that's the story. That's the history of it. Beautiful. But what it's about, what it's about, I'm not going to disclose because a lot of a lot of tourists go to to Milbao Malbay and. And say which pub is it that Andy is talking about? (laughs) Brilliant. Good man yourself. Andy, great, thanks great. so much. Thanks, we look Andy. forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Ken. I'll see you there, I hope. Absolutely. Cheers. All right. Bye thanks. bye. Thanks, mate. Thank bye. you. Bye bye. Bye. And this is a song called The West Coast of Clare. Oh. Somebody asked me to say something about these instruments. So this is a. This is a. Um, bass bazooki. It's not a bazooki. Are there any Greek people uh, present? Uh, I asked them to leave the room. <laughs> but uh, about, well, God, nearly 50 years ago now, Johnny Moynihan uh, appeared at a session uh, down in Galway with a Greek uh, round back bazooki. He didn't like it at all. He said, put it down and play the man. But he didn't. He persevered and, and we're all taking the bloody And that one is uh, just a, a, a normal non-bazooki.
turn us free. Memories I have of you won't leave me in the My mind was running back to the West Coast of play. Different themes, uh, and they're 
themed as counties. Yeah, very good. Um, this year it's Wexford, Waterford, Carlow, and Kilkenny. Wow. Oh, that's a... There's four great counties. I tell you, mighty. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Wexford is famous for? Strawberries. Famous for strawberries. You see the signs all around Ireland. Yeah. Wexford strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. And you can pull in at the side of the road. And the man that we just talked to, Andy Irvine, was calling in from Wexford. Oh. There you go. Oh, nice little tie-in there, isn't it? And people from Carlow are called scallion eaters. <laughs> now, there's some good trivia for you. You can bring that to the camp now. Remember <laughs> that and share that with people. Very good. Maureen, give us some details anyway on okay, so the camps and I how we get a hold of you. I told you the dates and all that yeah. stuff, yeah, but the good. times are from 9 to 4 every day. Good. And every class is about 430 20 minutes, and so, no, 40 minutes. So we do 40 minutes and then 40 minutes and we take a break. Not 40, no, sorry, about 20, whatever. The classes are divided up, so we have two classes and then a break, two classes and lunch. Two activities and a break, two activities and home. So it's a full day, but everything, it's all different. So it's from 9 to 4. The cost is $180, but if more... Uh, families come and or your members of Coltus, uh, which I'm the chair of uh, our branch mm-hmm. um, of Coltus, and that's who runs it. And we get a grant from the Irish Cultural Society as well um, to help us with this and to promote the culture. Um, and then it's it's uh, we give a little discount. Nice. Yeah, and um, we want people to come. It's important that people learn about their their culture. Learn mm-hmm. you, you know where who you are by your past, and yeah. so mm-hmm. you you learn that way in a really fun way. So you can find out more about it if you email me for one uh, Leary two thousand and one at rogers dot com or four one six four four six six nine nine three. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, yep. August is a busy month August for you as well. You're up month. to Godridge as well, That's aren't right. you? That's What's right. What's going on up there in Godridge? So, it's a Celtic festival, and, and I've done the Celtic festival for many years. There was a lapse there for two or three years, but I'm back again this year. So, um, I will teach the dancing, but there's lots of other activities. You can take four different uh, things every day, your choice, and... Um, and then at the so that's Monday of the long weekend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The weekend is the festival. So Brilliant. there's some great um, bands and groups coming from all over the states and Canada and Ireland. So um, they do have a website. Um, I think I gave it to you, Ken. So if you want to see it off there, but also yeah, it's CelticFestival.ca. For uh, all your details there on that up there in Godridge, August the uh, 5th to the 9th, I believe. That's right. 9th to the 11th as well as the big festival. So on the shores of Lake Huron at Lions Harbour in Godridge. That's right. And they run a children's week at the same time so that people with children uh, can go and do their things while the kids do their things as well. So they have a little bit of a, a a showcase on Fridays. Uh, to to show everybody what they've done. Brilliant. Awesome. Well done, Maureen. Well, thanks for coming in. Thank you. And um, thank you, Lily, for coming in. Great Great job, Lily. Enjoy your summer. Don't let your parents work you too hard there, okay? And enjoy that camp. Enjoy enjoy (laughs) the camp. And you're a volunteer this year, so you've got big responsibilities, so uh, good luck with that. And maybe you come back some other time and tell us how volunteering was like. How about that? 
Okay. All right. Well, Sounds um, good. You're a natural career in radio for sure. <laughs> Very good. good All right. We'll just uh, let you know a couple of other events here on the on the calendar, and uh, then we well, can play on, that joke. Oh, you're going to inter- hold on. Oh, you're going to do a big thing, are you? Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavorful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. Uh, very good, and I'm sure there'll be lots of characters out in uh, Vancouver, way out there on the left coast. On the 5th of July, there's a Crack August Kjol event, and it's Friends of Sinn Féin are hosting a night there at the Anza Club, and that's on West 8th Avenue. Tickets are $20. Doors open at 7 p.m., and the music's by uh, Jimmy Cole and the New Fish and Catherine Finn, and you can get more information at the Friends of Sinn Féin website there. And after her success of Fruitcake in Toronto in uh, 2017, we're uh, delighted to announce that Alice Barry will be back with her new play, Live, which will be on at Dora Kyo's for two nights. It'll be on on the 17th and the 23rd of July from 7 to 10 p.m. And that's up there at Dora Kyo's uh, on the Danforth. And for all the uh, other events and Maureen's camp information, you can go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. If you have something coming up, send me an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com, and we can uh, get you uh, on the calendar. There you go, Marco. That's it now for that week.
to get him. You snuck oh. that one in there now and me, huh? All right. Very good. Well done. They'll be all happy about Joe. Oh, they will, yeah. Sure Maureen will. was up here dancing around him. Huh? <laughs> the requests were coming in, sure. I had to play it. He did. I'd say your, your phone was buzzing. Was your You're dad. doing the show today, Mark. Where's dad? Joe? <laughs> All right, well, we'll go out here with a very famous number. She moved through the fair. I might head down to Niagara tonight to see if Lee Reeves can... Oh, that's right, Lee the head boxing. off that fellow from Hungary. Yeah. Or Maybe I'll join you. Yeah, okay, <laughs> right. Okay, folks, Sloan, have a very uh, happy... Happy uh, Canada, Canada Day, day. yeah. Enjoy Sloan. it. Programming for Toronto's Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430 CHKT Fairchild Radio.